Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I'm delighted to be joined this evening here in East Caulfield Reserve again by the one and only Sean O'Leary. Welcome along, Sean. Thanks, Liam. A blustery East Caulfield today. A blustery East Caulfield. We were here last last Tuesday night. It was 30 degrees in the shorts, t-shirt, the whole lot. We're in the jackets, the woolly hats, the cups of tea, everything tonight. Thanks for bringing the tea, Liam, and the Fredos. Absolute great touch. Yeah, yeah. Lovely touch by myself. Is it lines or berries? Berries. Oh, good man. Only the berries. Only the berries. Also have Giggles along here this evening. Welcome along, Giggles. Good to be here, Liam. We got the wind blowing in the in the mics, I'm sure, but I'm sure they won't mind. Yeah, it's just kind of atmosphere. Adds to the atmosphere, like it's authentic. Like you know, we do have the the broadcasting headsets on, but they do still pick up on a bit of wind. We got Shawnee's little dog April running around chasing after a few locals there as well. Um, she's no lead. Right, a bit of get to know you time. She's no no lead on. Um, but yeah, delighted to be here this evening. We do have a great show lined up. We've obviously had probably one of the biggest weekends in hurling we've had in a long time. With two games in Munster, two games in Leinster at the weekend, we'll be looking at them and also looking back. Or sorry, looking ahead to, I suppose, the lower tier of hurling, Cork and Dublin this weekend, and Clare and Leash, the kind of minnows are out again <laughs> after um, after their losses last weekend. But we did have some people get in touch with us on Twitter and on Instagram, on Akadagia, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Firstly, we had James S, James Slatman, getting in touch with us on Twitter saying, uh, complaining that players are now too skilled from way out of field and there's not enough wides in hurling question mark you're either very young or you've completely forgotten some of the dire finishing from years ago no wonder some of the matches re-shown during shutdown haven't aged well no uh, not, not not enough wides yeah I think I think what we, we were saying was just yeah the, the games with the high scoring especially in Limerick and Clare was just a reflection on the no, no pressure the, the, the lack of defending the lack of defending not so much we love the score but not when it's just like exhibition stuff there, there's that as well but there is the, the case that in the you know the 90s and the early noughties that the excitement generated in a match was when the ball went into the D right you know in and around the full forward line and full backs were teak tough and full forwards were skilled skillful and maybe not that fit and the ball stayed in there for a while so there was a sense of anticipation whereas now the likes of Gerard Hegarty grabs the ball on the, on the halfway line and he, he, he glides the ball over and he looks effortless so it does take away no matter what anyone says you know what players are more skillful they're learnt to, the ball is a bit lighter it's kind of like I think it's kind of like the tennis um, for a few years there when the men's tennis was very you know ace ace serve and volley and eventually everyone got to grips with that and now it's back actually in a phenomenal state. And it's just technology and it's training and it's it's that but it but, but it is and it was across all the games it was it was just easier to get scores from a lot of different places on the field and it does take the entertainment value away a little bit and then we're not saying players should be less skillful or make the ball heavier or anything like that but it does it's just a fact well I, I think as we go into this championship and as we probably get into I, I think a quarter final semi-final stage you're not going to see these you know 36 point games no. we saw a high scoring game with Limerick and Tip and we'll touch on that but it was still Limerick's points scoring was down by 13 points in that game conditions now were obviously a factor defences will have time to get together and play together yeah. as well and they have a few games behind themselves and they'll lock down a bit more uh, and, and like be doing a lot of um, match analysis as well in terms of where the space has been created by those teams and, and they'll be locking that place down yeah oh Derek McGrath as well I'm sure we'll have some conjecture around that <laughs> he loves to use that word in the Sunday game I was sick of looking at him there on Sunday night I was just like get Mr Potato Head off the Sunday game conjecture conjecture what else did he say oh systematic and all this like get lost man uh, but in fairness to James he also followed up with his second tweet he obviously kind of slept on that tweet then said part two thanks for going through the huge effort of producing the show by the way always very interesting and informative and I've no doubt it takes you a lot of time and editing to do so 
So thanks, I'll James. Yeah, I'll we do. We, yeah, Liam we, does it in my five seconds. Look, I do. Oh, did Liam have an intro? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for giving me the thanks, James. Uh, but no, no, we we love doing the show and uh, we love everyone tuning oh, in. Thanks to O'Neill for providing equipment that makes us. Um, allows us to have this podcast and, and gives Liam about five seconds to re- produce the store <laughs> <and edit. laughs> um, but yeah please do keep the tweets coming at the AGA Twitter, Instagram and Facebook We one last one we had a tweet in from Mark Wade no Rockies players included the Cork 15 or subs list wouldn't happen under Frank Murphy's watch um, and he tagged you in there yeah Johnny. I replied to that it was a fair point um, uh, I guess and I've kind of found out since that I think O'Halloran has gone for an operation I think and Tyke DC wasn't available I think he was injured or he was away or something uh, but definitely it is a factor and it is very I, I guess we'll get into the analysis of Corkin yeah, later on but it is a factor of you know their lack of physicality is definitely one thing and Black Rock showed an abundance of that through the Cork County Championship so Mark is spot on yeah thanks for getting in touch everyone so let's get straight into it first up we're going to have a look back at the Leinster Championship at the weekend It's always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and, but, you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and there's, there's nothing like coming back there, like. It wasn't a fancy oh, open top bus line, I think we had Duggins, Richard Duggins lorry, and really, yeah. up, up in the back of the lorry and off down, it's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. Apologies for the lack of new jingles. Giggles and Shawnee said they were going to send me through some some new ones last week for me to work on. They didn't send anything, so I'm just waiting for them to, to step up. Um, I, w- I wonder what the O'Connors now would have had to say about the Kilkenny full-back line performance oh, in the oh second yeah. half. I was just going to say, they would have been absolutely <laughs> fuming. And I think let's get straight into Kilkenny in Dublin. I didn't watch it live. It was on around four in the morning Australian time. Got up, first thing to watch it, Sunday morning, myself and son Henry. First half an hour, the gift of perfect hurling from Kilkenny. TJ Reid, Colin Fenley, goals, Billy Ryan, like dream full forward line, absolutely flying at 16 points up. Yep. Dublin looks so ordinary, which didn't surprise me given the game previously against Leash. And I was like, lovely, Kenny are looking brilliant for this running now. Leinster final on the way, wouldn't fear Galway or Exford. And then what we saw from 56 minutes onwards, 13 points up, a complete capitulation from Kenny. Which I don't think I've seen Kenny give up a lead like that in the Brian Cody era, and it was it was car crash stuff, and I just couldn't wait for it to be over, to be honest. And, yeah. they, ju- and they just hung on. But I think I think we said last week we had to give this Dublin team a bit of credit. Like I think we were underestimating them based on the fact that they didn't really demar- demolish Leash, but there was definitely something in the armory, especially with Matty Kenny. There's questions over whether he didn't start his best team, but when he had Eamon Dillon and the other lad who came on the big tall, I can't remember his name. Rory something, was it? Yeah, they caused havoc in the full-back line because they were fast and they were tall and they were strong and they could win the ball in the air and take the man on. So I think, look, it's... Matty Kenny would have loved to have gotten to a Leicester final, I've no doubt, but I think he's he'll take a lot more positives than Brian Cody out of the weekend. And look, in a way, Kilkenny will probably be delighted as well that they got out of there with a major kick in the hole rather than going into a Leinster final after winning against Dublin by 20 points and, you know, being overconfident. There's no there's no danger that the Kilkenny team will be overconfident in training for the next two weeks before they go into the Leinster final. So that's the only bit of positivity you can take out of it. But they did go to sleep and they did nearly get caught, but I think it was 
more of a Kilkenny go to sleep taking the foot off the pedal rather than Dublin being an outstanding team scoring 13 points or what are 12 points more than them in the last 13 minutes it's yeah it's the, the best I think it's the best outcome if I was a Kilkenny fan I, it would be the best outcome you know having scraped away and not having hammered Dublin which they would have expected I expected them to do and yeah I probably didn't give them that credit giggles and it would probably come back to bite me this weekend but um, I thought Kilkenny you know they'll learn they'll learn as much as Dublin learned from that in terms of the positive like I would say a Kilkenny team will learn more from that because of the, the rollicking Brian Cody's going to have with him down in training this week. Uh, he'll get such a performance out of him in the Leinster final now. I'd say off the back of that. But like Dublin, Dublin are a serious outfit. Um, that, what was the name of that guy that came on and got all the scores? Eamon Dillon. 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 Dillon got four yeah. points. And then it was, I can't think the of full forward Rory, is it Rory Hayes? Rory Hayes. Rory Hayes. Rory Hayes. Rory Hayes. Yeah. He's a serious handful, um, Eamon Dillon. Like, everything he touched went yeah. over. Like I mean, you talk about fellas not getting wide. I didn't think he hit a wide when no. he came on. He, he, well, I, I, I would put, I would have huge criticisms of the Kenny full back line, to be honest. It yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they made those lads look like absolute heroes. And those guys didn't perform again in the, in the previous week against Leash. <laughs> yeah, you know, double one, but they were all again. Like Lee Sharon, Lee Sharon, the walk over either. Like, and they're not going to be a walkover. And Claire will see that this weekend as well. Like, they're they're on, they're up there on merit, and I'm sure like um, Eddie Brennan has them well tuned, you know, to compete at this level anyway. And and they they definitely won't be getting walked over yeah. by any county team. I don't think. Yeah, but I think look to be honest, yeah, when I saw the Kenny full back line, um, Kieran Wallace, Connor Delaney, Hugh Lawler, who I do have a lot of time for. I was I was worried they got away in the first half got completely clean the second half I'd be hoping to see Paddy Deegan I think needs to go back in there in the full back line I think Joey Holden needs to go back in corner back and then have Buckley go back in the centre back with Porrick Walsh and probably Richie Reid had a stint in midfield and looked completely lost yeah, and midfield, was, midfield was a big problem for Kilkenny massive and, problem and, and your half back line because you didn't pick the best like Buckley and Podrick Welch and Buckley someone has else to be centre back, doesn't he? has to be in the half back line and that's a strong half back line in and I think that was another feature the last 30 minutes that you didn't have a half back line who was ready to propel the ball back up the field it was just ball after ball after ball into the full back line and they were exposed and there was no support coming back yeah. so yeah 5 five to 9 is probably a, a big problem but Jesus 2 to 9 is probably with the exception of Hugh Lawler is probably a big problem area for Brian Cody Two and four to fix, yeah, yeah. before he comes into the next yeah. match. Yeah, Paddy Deegan back into two or four has to happen. Yeah. And I think Buckley just needs to go to six, even yeah. though, like, you know, Buckley probably didn't have one of his best performances at the beginning. Danny Fogarty in midfield is all right. No, nah, Fogarty's legs are gone, he's cooked. He's cooked. Like, no, nah, he, he looked good to start, though. I reckon. No, nah, I don't know. He, he was a great server for Kenny and had a great year last year, wing back, but I just he's just not mobile enough now. When you look, it was uh, it was him and Richie Reid, like, that's a big problem. 10 onwards I think Kenny are actually looking pretty good and have a little bit yeah. of depth yeah. uh, like TJ is like really like he's short again you know you know people trying to keep him quiet for so long but just the class of him and the, his vision is just phenomenal him yeah. and him and um, Colin Fenley yeah him and Colin Fenley but also like you look at um uh, Seamus Cannon from Tipperary as well. Like their class really showed at the Cannon weekend. Cannon did not at the weekend. He didn't, but there's his flashes he of excellence. Show any class. He was useless. Did you see him open up um, for the what goal? Point? He did one assist. That's all he did. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't. We've gone to Tipperary. I'm think. just talking about his 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 I value know. and class. Oh, like Cannon is a class oper- is a class yeah. operator, no doubt. But uh, uh, I'm weekend. not judging him on 70 minutes at don't, all. Don't bring in Tipperary conversations with no. anyone for Liam Shawnee. Don't poison it. No cross contamination with them. Anyway, they were pretending to do again. We get to that shortly. But yeah, look, Kenny lucky to hang on they got two points Alan Murphy and Hugh Lawler ran the length of the field full back and got yeah. a point as well and if the game went on for two minutes more Kenny were bet um, like you said Giggles I think delighted to get the win get out of there 
and Cody will have read the right act after and it'll be a, a good two weeks be- between now and then and all those lads who started will think their places are up for grabs which is a good thing yeah. and it'll make things interesting Who would you have midfield Liam? Uh, I actually think I, I'd play Richie Hogan midfield he had I, I, obviously concerns about his body but he played there for the club in the club championship and he was excellent um, and then I, I'd even look at maybe Park Walsh to be honest because the, in there Conor Fogarty no and Richie Reid lost and hasn't played there for Ballyhale either so mm. but look I don't know it's 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 a weakness it's a weak point for them we don't have any it'll be, be one of Galway's strengths as well yeah. to come to Lens of Ryan we won't talk about Lens of but yeah can you get out of jail they showed class and then they showed disaster yeah, <laughs> probably yeah. the summary Jekyll, of the game Jekyll and Hyde lucky to get out with the W and yeah roll on to the Leicester final but Galway Exeter I suppose was the one uh, which we thought was going to be probably an even contest and we you know, I think you, you tipped uh, Wexford, I tipped Galway, um, saw that one coming. Did you tip Galway, did you? I did. I tipped Galway, 100%. Oh, I tipped Wexford, yeah. You yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You went for Wexford. And Wexford kind of just were a complete no-show. No-show. A complete yeah. no-show and looked so flat and looked like a team who are sick of Davy and sick of his ways, which can't be the case because they begged him to come back for this, this no. year. He wasn't meant to be there, but it, like, it was a horror show. I, I think there's two, two, two sides to this as well. I think... One, Wexford went into the game as favourites, which they're probably not used to, and they kind of acted like favourites, and th- that doesn't suit them. Like, similar to Water, you have to be hungry as a Wexford, especially, and they have a very good team, but the fight was gone out of them. Like, and when, when Cannon scored the goal, it's like they just threw in the towel. Still only seven points in Hurling, like in Crow Park, that's well doable. But on the flip side, I said it last week that I think everybody was delighted when Galway beat Dublin last year because Galway were coming good. Dublin beat Galway. Dublin beat Galway. Thanks for correcting me there, Liam. Because Galway were coming good. Joe was coming back from injury. They were getting a bit of form back after being tired in 2018 and still nearly winning the bloody All-Ireland. Um, I think I definitely underrated them, but after seeing them in the flesh, geez, they've got six yeah. massive forwards. They've got Parik Mannion to midfield with Johnny Cohn. And they were missing David Burke and Dahi Burke. And they've got Finton Burke, who's after coming in now, who's, who just looks like another Dahi Burke. Jeez, they have a savage team. And I think in terms of the size of them and the pace of them and the quality of player, Liam's putting up a Fredo here in front of me. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing there. Haven't had a Fredo like in a while. But anyway, um, I, think, I think if you were doing a power ranking, you'd have Limerick and Galway up there as one and two and everyone else is a fair bit back at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, like... Galway, you said about Galway forwards. Galway's back line is as physical as their forward line. I think there's all over the field. They've got that physicality. Fintan Burke is a, an absolute man-mountain in full-back. I wouldn't be putting... I know, As good as Dahi Burke is, I'd leave Fintan Burke where he is. You could be utilising Dahi Burke out the field a bit more, even the half-back line. Garrod McInerney actually spent a lot of the time in the full-back line there, and I I thought, geez, Garrod McInerney wouldn't have you know the legs for full full forward line of, of Wexford. And managed well capable he very well he brilliantly yeah. like yeah. and, and dealt with a lot of ball that was below below his waist like you know which is, you would think as a big man wouldn't be yeah he looked very forte. sharp yeah. he looked very sharp and the thing about him is he just does everything simple right he yeah. won the ball he just give a short 10-15 yard ball a hand pass bounce the ball off the ground up in Crow Park in November yeah. which you wouldn't think you'd do in any, many other pitches Look, and Finton Burke I agree was phenomenal but yeah. it was their forwards giggles and it was funny I said that to you that forward unit, a few of them had disappeared, but they all clicked. Yeah, and Conor yeah. Whelan as well, like, oh my god, like, Mo- he, he is a monster. <laughs> I remember him pretty much making his debut against Kilkenny in 2015. I'm going to say, would that be 15 right? 15 or 16, yeah. 15, and he played in Ireland final, and he looked like a child. Like you know, he was lean, didn't really. Now he's an absolute beast, and and hurling to match. And can score and can win the ball and take the man on and goes direct. Uh, he's 
he he's probably, and I, I think I heard one of someone who plays Paddy Stapleton from Tipperary maybe said that Shawnee's gone running after the dog. Yeah, Shawnee left the dog off, <laughs> no lead. I say, wait till Marie hears about this. But um, he's probably the full forward in the country that everybody, every full back player would fear marking the most just because there's no way to get away from him. He's win the ball out front, win the ball from behind, strength, finishing. Uh, he's 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 a serious prospect now, and it's uh it's I think Galway have put themselves really back in the running. Yeah, big time. And I think looking at it from the weekend, if you're giggles to do your power rankings, if I was to give my top three, I would be saying Limerick, Galway, and I would still put Tip in there as my as my top three. Um, I know that yeah. we'll we'll talk about that in, in a little bit, but uh, I think Galway are going to be right up there. The Kenya are going to have their work cut out to stay competitive against them. It's going to be a, a massive undertaking to try to to overdo them. And Kenya actually haven't beaten Galway in a long time. In, in the Leinster Championship yeah, true story, we, we, they've yeah. come up against them the last time they played them I think they lost, they lost up was it up they lost by a draw when they had the big comeback yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, lost by a point last by a draw you definitely wouldn't agree, uh, disagree with those three uh, the three power rankings there Limerick top Galway second and has to be Tipperary third yeah. like on the basis of them winning the All-Ireland last year but not, mm-hmm. not on the basis of their performance yeah. at the weekend yeah, so look, uh, Leinster final to look forward to Kenny Goddard. We'll touch on that. We'll do a preview next week and as, as well as the Munster final. Um, but look, still two very interesting games. Kenny Dublin looked like an absolute crap game, but it was probably a, a brilliant last 14 minutes, to be yeah. fair. It was I very actually crazy. just started from halftime when I, I knew yeah. the result. I just started from halftime and watched it from there. Yeah, yeah, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great finish, especially as a neutral, not as a Kenny supporter watching on, as they're hanging on. But uh, great entertainment, good entertainment in Leinster, and uh, yeah. Let's get on to Munster next. We had two very, very interesting games. Cork and Watford, the Minnows, and the two big hitters. We had Limerick and... Tip. Tip. Tip, 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 tip. For a moment, your whole life can turn round. I stand there for a minute, staring straight into the ground. Things were just going through my head, you know, and because I can only... I don't want to leave the people of Watford down, you know, because they're my life, you know. People of Watford are my life, you know, and... I, 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 I love I love I love me county you know We love Jamalan Shani just telling a joke there uh, Cork and Walford first I won't lie I turned it off with five minutes to go uh, I didn't watch it live just such a drab affair. If you're, if you're a Cork or Waterford supporter, obviously you know you're you're into it. And I know it giggles you. I, I rang you next day. You even said yourself, such an unenjoyable game of hurling. Delighted, obviously, for Waterford to get to win um, into a monster final. Very exciting, but not too much to get excited about by what the the fair on offer on Sunday. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Like Waterford didn't play with a sweeper, but they only played with two up front, really, right? And they played with about eight in the middle of the field, and allowed Tyke Barker to drop back. So they, they they haven't changed their system too much, but that's something that kind of Liam Cahill have does done with the Tipperary under twenties and twenty ones in the past as well. Um, I think everybody in Warford was just delighted we got over the line, and I think like one the four point win margin flatters Cork, right? They got that shitty goal at the end. Warford had about ten wides in this. He should have saved this even. I keep should have saved it definitely. And Warford had about ten wides in the second half that you would have normally so he definitely would have scored them and. That probably kept the game interesting, but it was it was very open and Cork put no pressure on the Waterford players whatsoever. It was it didn't lay a glove on them. From from a Cork perspective, it was embarrassing. I thought the fight in Waterford was good. I thought everybody worked really really hard. The first game under Liam Cahill, they had the highest score of the weekend, I think, or maybe Limerick pipped them by a point. I'm not sure. Um, 
So, look, all, all in all, very, very happy. I think Daisy Hutchinson showed up well in his first game. Mm. They created a space for him. Stephen Bennett was left inside, probably didn't do as much from play until the second half when he came out and actually hurled a lot of ball out the field. But I think, I said it all year, what they're missing is a forward in there that the ball will stick to, like a TJ Reader or Colin Fenley in the full forward. Or a Mar- Shanahan. There you go. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, though, uh, the ball... You're, you're right, though. You are. I agree totally with you. And, and Liam is trying to build a, a running game and you, there's fierce movement in the full forward line, similar to Galan and, 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 and what's his name? Uh, what's your man's name? The Graham Mulcahy from Limerick. Yeah. Where like savage movement, movement, movement the whole time. And I, I like understand what he's trying to do, but if the ball doesn't stick in the full forward line and if, if Waterford come up against a much stronger, more physical back line and Desi Hutchinson gets pushed around the field the next day, I'm not sure will they get the same joy because that Cork full back line, as we said, it was there to be taken to the oh, cleaners. Yeah. They did that. Um, probably got a lot of scores from out the field as well, but uh, I'm just delighted that we got back to winning ways. They put up a good score. They let, left Cork in the game a bit. And um, we had amazing performances, in particular from Tyg de Burke, Callum Lyons. Callum Lyons was fantastic. Yeah. They were the ground he covered, they showed a clip there in the Sunday game on Sunday night where he the runs he was making, it was those runs where he doesn't even get the ball back. That was actually mm-hmm. Darryl Lyons who did oh, that. Oh, Lyons, sorry. Who's yeah, a yeah, man, yeah. who's a very fast player from yeah. Garvin. So, it, look, there, 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 there's a lot to work with. There, there are actually... The crowd who won the under-21 and the minor in 13 and 16 are nearly the, the kind of stalwarts now. Do you know the Stephen Bennett's, the Austins, the Ficken, Tyg de Burkas? Whereas these other lads like Callum Lyons and Jack Pendergast are even younger still. Like So they're, they're still building a team. I think they are probably on the young and on the light side to be competing you know, in the latter stage of it. But we're into a Munster final now, guaranteed in All-Ireland quarter-final. Um, and I think they'll be in a happy place in that, and they know they have stuff to work on as well. Yeah. Sean, is it fair to say Austin Cork Hurling is in crisis? Austin Gleeson is still young and immature, and yeah. Uh, we touched on that, Sean. April's but, um, okay, she's running back. Car, car, is Cork Hurling in crisis after oh. that that like performance? Like, where do you go from there? You've I got mean, to look. If you go, if you take Cork right, they probably that team like a lot of those players probably peaked in 2018, and it's been they've been on a downward spiral since. They haven't started out their back line. They haven't started out a full back or centre back. Um, it was an embarrassment in the fact that the 100 year anniversary of, of Christy Ring and they couldn't even put a bit of pride in, in, in their performance from that. Um, taken from the team, I'd say Mark Coleman to an extent, he still, he's man still scored a lot, of, um, got, a, got a lot on the scoreboard. Um, what's Jamie, Jamie, Barron. Jamie Barron was still influential for Waterford. But Coleman played well, he didn't. He did, he showed though. He did, but like, I mean, look, it's fine going one way, but coming back the other way is, is another thing, and he didn't do that. Um, in the full back line, I'd say Sean O'Leary Hayes is definitely worth another shout in there. Um, Colin Spillane, if he's fit, has to come back in there. In the half back line, ah, uh, I'd say probably Tim O'Mahony would definitely get another go again. Rob Downey probably gets another go again, but they weren't great. No. Um, forward line, Harnady, you know, two or three points on the trot. And just went out the game again. He hit three balls in the whole game. Yeah. That's all he did, though. Yeah, three, I know shocking. it was three points. Oh no, it was rubbish, rubbish performance. Himself, um, Connor Lehan. Lehan, it should be like should be dropped. Yeah, he needs just to go. He needs he's, to go. He's been he's been doing this for years. He's blown, and years. He's blown like this yeah. for a long, long time. I, I'm yeah. sick of looking at him. Oh, he, I know. I am too. Because he has. Because you know he has the talent. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. No, but, do, but this is that's reminiscent of 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 car teams for the last five or six years. There's flashes of brilliance, and then they go out of it. Alan Canigan was like completely muscled out of it, and like I don't think he's going to do 
in these conditions um, for this All-Ireland Championship. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you go up to Crow Park and you've got a massive field, you know, and you're getting ball coming in. It's not going to come in as quick and he's not going to have all that space. Um, and Dalton looked well when he came I on think Dalton has yeah. to start you I said mean, you didn't think Dalton had to hurl last week Shani. I know but I he's think there, he has, they he's have to go with it oh you have to go with yeah. it he, like, look I think this time of year we all kind of knew right if you turn up you're hungry it's work rate it's desire it's commitment I right? think in the heat of summer championship I think he might get found out in terms of pace yeah. but at this like, no, at this, I think the way the game is at the moment and the time of year we're in I think he'll get on okay yeah. and he will show a lot more I think of of scoring power than Alan Cadigan. Alan Cadigan by two or three points, but he'd be a bit like Leanne. He'll go in and out of the game as well. So it, it is, look, it is probably is in a bit of a crisis. I said last week that Claire, probably the, the whipping boys, Funster, I said Corker and far behind him yeah. Yeah. at this stage, um, or far in front of him at this stage. Uh, if Cork were to pick a player in a transfer window, who they kind of need is it like a Bonner Maher. Do you know, to play centre forward, to bring all these lads together, or put Bill, Co- Bill, Bill, Bill Cooper I up centre forward or I something, because they've no. Bill Cooper was good at the weekend. Like you know, you, you get honesty from Bill Cooper yeah. and you get a performance from Bill Cooper. But there's no honesty from anyone else. No, that's it, like. That's you the know, like, like, if I. Jeez, if transfer window, you'd, you'd probably. I don't know what, which Did line Kieran you'd Kingston pick. show up alright, like though? I thought Kieran Kingston showed up okay. Who? Shane Kingston. Shane Kingston, yeah, sorry, he did. Shane Kingston, sorry. He did, but like, it's another... another like he, he probably he was... He didn't touch the ball in the second half when yeah. he did it. Shane Kingston and Patrick Horgan were probably the two best forwards uh, yeah. if I had to pick out yeah. two. Horgan did fight. Yeah. He got five points yeah. in play. And he, geez, he missed a free from 30 yards. He just I like him. wouldn't consider Look, Patrick Horgan They, they, they have one chance now. I'm glad they got Dublin, to be honest, at the, at the weekend. Um, no Dublin seem to be everyone's no number one out of the six out of the four sorry yeah. who didn't get the no bite. disrespect to, to Leash like, but I'm glad they got Dublin um, because look it'll show what metal they're made of I still I still think they'll beat Dublin um, oh, I, I think know, they have I they do, look oh. I just think they have they have too many good hurlers not to, not to beat them and if they don't if they don't beat them like it's a it's a complete root and branch review take it take it all back again and, and, and pick a complete like drop the likes of but it's who's there hand. who's there though Sean? that's the problem like Cork will, we would say after that county final and it was lauded like the high but score there's, no, that's saying, there's no black rock player there so no, no, they're I'm not saying, picking I'm saying, them I know but like are they is there another 10 hurlers to come in there in Cork there's probably not like that's, is there though yeah I don't know Sean. it's 15 years now since Cork have won all Ireland Surely they would have come through in the last year or two. This is the year, especially. This is the one Liam, year where they county. Last, one they've second, lost all Ireland final. The last two, two under two all Ireland finals, right? They haven't There's, won it though. But I'm telling you, they're getting there, Liam. It doesn't matter. You're putting yourself in the position, right? Okay, they haven't won it, and that's a that's probably a factor as well. They can't push on and win it. And Liam Cal has been actually behind a lot of his victories for Tipperary in minor and under twenty one. Mm. Where like he's gotten the better of those Cork teams, but they're in, yes, I I agree with you. They haven't they haven't produced the goods and they haven't gone over the line. But they're putting themselves. I prefer to be in an All Ireland final than not to be in an All Ireland final. Like yeah, of course, hundred percent. So they are have those players to get up to that standard. It's just but that, something that, that's missing. The, that standard is a different standard than going on and playing at adult level. I know, but that's a, that's champion. where it's missing. Yeah, is it's between missing. that development yeah, between yeah. there and and senior level is not it's not happening. I mean, look. You've seen it a couple of years ago when um, Limerick won three on all on three ones in a row, and they produced nothing of on yeah. their senior team afterwards. There is obviously that gap, but look, yeah, look, there is there you, there there always has been car callers there available. They ha- they have the pick to produce car callers, but there's something in the development of the county squads that's not happening. Yeah, um, and look, they they will be they'll be far back. In the yeah. pack for another few years yet. I I don't expect them, but yeah, it just, it's just you want to you want to see a performance. You want to yeah. see I, I, a bit of passion and a bit of 
you know, a bit of want out of them anyway. I think, and that's what Giggles, that's most disappointing Giggles has kind of said, is if, if Cork went out to the weekend, fought hammer and, and tooth and nail, and Waterford came out on top by a couple of points, you'd be like, you know what, that was a real honest exactly. performance of Cork. Yeah. I, I can, I'm disappointed, but I know what, but you walk out and you see them kind of walking around this pedestrian pace, not, no hits, no tackle, no nothing. It's like, lads, this, you know, how how do you keep looking at that like? You know what it's I mean? It's fairly depressing, right, yeah. watching that yeah. on Saturday yeah. or Sunday yeah. morning. Yeah. All right, well, I'm conscious of time. we got we're, we got to keep moving here. Tip and Limerick, obviously, was, I suppose, the, the game that we were all looking forward to the most uh, and turned out to be definitely the highlight of the weekend. Probably the worst conditions I've ever seen for a hurler match um, in my time. You know, Kilkenny and Limerick 2014 was those, that horrific rain. I think it was worse than Parky Cueve. In fairness to Parky Cueve, the pitch stood up amazing. I think if it was in somewhere else, it not would not surprised. have been as playable, which I was was a real positive. And Second best pitch in Ireland. After after North Park, and <laughs> it just Limerick were phenomenal. Tip did a kind of a, did a Wexford on it. Did not show up at all. They got the whole you know going for the two in a row. Liam Sheedy's you know came out with that outrageous comment that he he had already. Let's, he, let's park he, 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 he said that. He said it. He I said it. He, he said he had done two in a row. I, I left after we won the first time yeah. and came back. And he said it in jest, but he meant it. But a very worrying for Tipperary nonetheless. I think the fact that they were out muscled, out fought. Still had you know flashes here and there. The, the vaulted Mar, Brendan and Park and Ronan were not the races. Park Mar got taken off, which I don't think we've ever seen in, in, in a Tipperary uh-huh. team. Um, I think worrying signs for Tipperary would have loved the game this weekend, I reckon. And uh, Limerick are the team to beat. I, I I agree with one point you said there, and that's Limerick are the team to beat. I think Tipperary got. I, and I, I, I said it, so I'm going back and telling myself I'm wrong that Tipperary might be in the long grass here coming in, but. When you just look at this Limerick team, there, like the man I keep thinking about is Willow Donahue. Like he was defiant when the Piercy won the Limerick County final after losing their first round, and they were, he he was like talking about the aggression that they had to bring. And you see him on the field; yeah. he's a he's an animal. And then I was listening to TJ around you talk about development squads and how Corker not doing the right thing. Well, Limerick did do the right thing for about ten years, for the last ten years, and. TJ Ryan was talking about having them into development squads as 14-year-olds and showing them how to squat. Not with weights, but like with a brush so they have all the technique. And you just look at the size of them. Like you look, the fifth sub they brought on the last day was Dempsey, who was ar- arguably the man of the match in the county final Limerick. Yeah. Unbelievable skill. Six foot two. Hugely physical. And he's the fifth sub coming on. So... I think going to Tipperary, I think they'll be back. I think Parig Maher had two weeks of training after getting a knee surgery, and hence the reason he was anonymous, and he was terrible. Don't get me wrong. They got it wrong with Alan Flynn. Limerick pulled the rabbit out of the hat by putting Keane Lynch to centre forward, Kyle Hayes back the way. And Tip, like, people laud Sheedy. He won our poll, but Jesus Christ, it was stupid to put Alan Flynn, who was an out-and-out attacking midfielder, back to centre-back to mark Keane Lynch. That was a a bad call. Um, Ronan Maher... Got destroyed Cleaned. ultimately Cleaned, by Aaron yeah. Gillan. Yeah. And I like Rodemar, I think he's an excellent yeah, hurler. Yeah, excellent hurler. And Brendan Maher was in the game. So, like, no. I think there's an element of I was looking at the warm ups, right? And I was looking at Shane McCallan, you talk, we talked about. Shane McCallan looked like he was cringing in the rain before the game. And I thought to myself, geez, that's not a good sign now. And Limerick were out there zipping balls around the place as if it was a summer's day. They didn't even feel the rain. And I think that's the way the game transpired. Limerick steamrolled through. There was one play that typified. and the bloody ref gave a free against Keane Lynch for a throw and it wasn't a throw there was about four hand passes in the space of two seconds and they had unlocked the whole Tipperary team and the ref gave a free out for it it would have been an amazing goal but their interplay their understanding of each other players can play in any position they want they have huge strength I think Dan Marcy has been yeah. a phenomenal fullback. I don't yeah. think they've conceded oh they've conceded they've conceded but, 
But yeah, gigs but as well. No, I think it's their intensity. You talk about Cork and what they're lacking, right? Limerick were so intense in everything they did, so, and overzealous at times. They coughed up, I, I'd say, seven or eight frees just because they were so hungry to get yeah. the ball and turn tip over. When all they probably had to do was stand back once or twice, given the conditions, they would have got it. John Kiley said something. I think after the game, he said something like that before the game or when they were doing the warm up. He said our lads didn't really notice the rain at all, and the fuck you were thinking of saying, Jesus, man, you making that statement that you didn't. Wind and like, but that's what I'm saying. That's that epitomised in their yeah. in their in their uh, in their play. Like they're just total aggression, you know, total, you know, total hurling. Really, like they just attacked everything. Garrod Hegarty is is hurling the year in the making at the moment. He is just a phenomenal. Like you he, love him, Sean. Yeah. I, I, he, he put in a fair stint. To be fair, he just does it every game. Yeah. He's up and down that line. Uh, and he's contributing on the scoreboard, like the ground he covers, the physicality he uses, like he does. And as you giggles on about the conditioning that they've, that they've been brought up since 14 years old, that's all showing there in that because they're able to, not only are they able to hurl, they're able to outmuscle their opponent, they're able to move up and down the field, they're getting the K's on, on the on the GPS trackers, like they're just unstoppable. And, and, and I hate, I blow them up because they were like that last year as well. Yeah. But there is some. There is intent there this year yeah. to amend the, the, the semi-final defeat last year, and for me, they're doing only all Ireland. I'd say as a Kilkenny man, you're actually not looking forward to ever getting near Limerick because I think uh, I, 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 it's good and all as Kilkenny are, and they'll never give up. But I think if 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 Limerick play Kilkenny this year, the fact that they got stung last year, what what they see is being stung last year. Fair play to Kilkenny, with they brought the intensity like they always do. But I think. If I was a neutral and I take Waterford out of the picture, I think the best final at the moment would be a Galway Limerick repeat of twenty eighteen yeah. final. Would be oh, I would agree. I think Galway Limerick are the two the two teams that on form should get to the Ireland final. I, I would tip that as well. If Kilkenny got Limerick, if the Kilkenny came through after losing to Galway and came through a quarter final, end up Limerick semi final. I would be confident that Kilkenny would be the team who would match them for intensity. Will they be able to match them physically with some of those lads? No, probably not. Kilkenny actually are like some, some would, would, some yeah. would. But I think Kilkenny would be the team who would put it up to them. Whether it be enough this time around, I, maybe not. I think Limerick look they would have a bit over them. But I think that it would be a cracking game to to watch them go head to head. You'd love to see either one of those two yeah. um, come up against each other. Limerick and Galway or Limerick and Kilkenny. They'll be. Yeah. The boat mount watering uh, um, yeah. games, I'd say. Yeah. Well, so look, let, let's look quickly because I'm conscious of time. We've got a few minutes before we wrap it up. Um, we we got Giggles has to run to the car. He has to put eye drops in. Baby, he's young fella. Sean stuck his finger in his eye there this morning. And Giggles is struggling in the sense that he's runny nose there and all sorts. He's back in a sec. Um, look. He's not able to take the hits. I can't take the hits. Hates, hates hardship. Uh, he's back in a second there now. He won't hear any of this. He, uh, clearly, Sean at the weekend. It's in Nolan Park, best pitch in the country. Should hold up very well. Um, not a particularly exciting fixture, to be honest. In trawling, though, nonetheless, I think it's a potential banana slip for Clare. Um, quickly thoughts, predictions, conscious of time. Uh, look, One I, yeah, I, think, look, I think Leash will, will definitely put it up to him. I expect Clare to get back on back on um, the winning trail again. I think they will get over Leash, but I'd say they'll only get over by three or four points. I know, I know Brian Lowen will, won't want to be exiting the championship this, this early after the last performance against Limerick, so I'll give Clare three points. Okay, because I have a mute there. Sorry, go ahead. I think Clare win by ten or ten or more. Ten or more. I'm going to go. I'm going to go at least by a point. I'm going to give an upset. Oh, I'm going to go and give an upset on Saturday. Yeah, I think Clare. Yeah, they want to. They want to bounce, but Leash will also want to bounce. And I just don't. I think Clare. Clare better look, than Dublin. Oh, they are no, 100% they're better than Dublin, but I just think they're very ordinary, and I don't think they're there mentally yeah, at the I, moment, I, I and they're missing some big players. I think they're they're vulnerable for. There's going to be. A, there hasn't really been. I an suppose upset. an upset. Waterford is probably. 
an upset of sorts, but not a huge upset. But we, we're going to see one, and I think that could be one this weekend. Hopefully, it's the only one. Hopefully, it's on Cork Dublin. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to call this. I think Dublin are going to win. I, I actually, much? I think maybe two points, not much in. I think they're actually at the same level, and I think Dublin were going to be hungrier. Um, have played two games. Ran Kilkenny to a point. Should have beaten Kilkenny. I think they'll be riding on the crest of the wave. Uh, he knows his team now, Matty Ken. He knows, you know, he might hold the lads in reserve or he might start them. He's got options now. Cork are looking to say, what, what are we going to do They're next? They're looking so, vulnerable, yeah. yeah I yeah. wouldn't argue with that, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Giggles, your prediction? I was going to say Cork, but you swayed me there. I think I think Dublin have a lot to, to build on. I think, I don't know where Cork are going to be at this week. Know. They'll have only be able to train twice. One of them won't be a big session at all. Um... I think yeah, I think Dublin will win by uh, two or three points. They owe Cork one after the twenty thirteen All Ireland yeah. semi final, and this is the time to get them. And I think Matty Kenny, he's a man who delivers results. What he did at the Matty club, Kenny, anyway. He does he does right. He's an ex cooler man. Train him, Shani. Your prediction? Cork by Cork by two points. I reckon they'll have enough to get over him. Okay. To get well, the heads right. Two games right. this weekend. We've got two games the following weekend. We're blessed for hurling at the moment. Fingers crossed it keeps going. The numbers are trending the right way into Ireland. We've had six days of 0 0 here in Melbourne, so we're going the right way too. Thanks for tuning in today. Massive thanks to O'Neill's at O'Neill Sports with AU on Facebook and Instagram. And also, please get in touch with us on AGA Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and GetAGA gmail.com. Shawnee Giggles, thanks very much. Thanks, Liam. Good night and God bless. Wrap it around, Liam. <laughs>